I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing in Holly Hill, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters. And I'd like to begin today by congratulating Jason Myers upon the approval of Synergy Career Academy by the Florida Center for Independent Education. This has been a 10-year project which should provide benefits for Volusia County. And now for the news. May 31st, Congress approved the Fiscal Responsibility Act by a 314 to 117 vote with 165 Democrats and 149 Republicans voting yes. 71 Republicans and 46 Democrats voted no. Congressman Michael Waltz and Congressman Corey Mills voted no. Congressman Waltz, being the chair of the Military Preparedness Committee, he had to be somewhat concerned with a limited 3% increase in the defense budget compared to China's massive defense buildup. Now, Congressman Mills, who also voted no, felt the original House bill that was approved several weeks ago was a fiscally responsible and conservative bill. But he said the Fiscal Responsibility Act did not measure up. So the next day, June 1st, the Senate passed the same bill by a 63 to 36 vote with 44 Democrats and 17 Republicans and two independents voting yes. Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott voted no. Both cited excessive government spending as their reason. Now, President Biden signed the bill into law, which would suspend the nation's debt limit through January 2025 to avert a first ever U.S. default. Now, keep in mind, this comes after the 2024 presidential election, and that same time, Congress will also be debating whether or not to renew the 2017 Tax Cut Act. And something you might note, that foreign countries own 24% of U.S. debt, totaling $7.4 trillion. Japan, China hold the most foreign-owned U.S. debt, followed by United Kingdom, Belgium, and Luxembourg. Now, closer to home, June 1st, property appraiser Larry Bartlett stated Volusia's property values increased 15% this year 
slightly lower than last year's 23% increase. Overall value of property in Volusia rose to $97 billion, the highest ever. The reason? High demand and low inventory. Supply is low because nobody wants to sell. And another factor is that folks can't sell their home and move due to increased mortgage rates. Now, while home sales are down, home prices remain high. Volusia's median home sales price climbed over 2% to 347,000 $500. Now, new construction totaled $1.6 billion in 2023, 26% over last year. Now, the five top cities projecting the largest percent increase in value are New Smyrna Beach, Orange City, Daytona Beach, and Deltona, all over 17%. Oak Hill had over 16%. Only Daytona Beach Shores lost value, and that was due to storm damage. Now, Bartlett stated that increased values and new construction should result in lower millage rates. When values go up, the millage should go down. Taxes are either going to be less or stay about the same because we have more properties to spread the property tax burden. Now, by the way, just a quick review on government terminology. Just value, that's just value, is the property's market value. Now, assessed value, assessed value, is the just value minus assessment limitations like save our homes deduction. And then taxable value, that's taxable value, is the assessed value minus the exemptions and is the value the tax collector uses to calculate the taxes due. Also, regarding local government budgets, now that property appraiser Larry Bartlett has announced property values for 2023, local government staff will now begin drafting budget numbers for fiscal year 2023-24. So, look for local entities to host budget workshops in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, look for my new local government budget and tax matrix beginning next month. Now, yesterday, County Council met where they heard an update on con their congressional priorities from Washington lobbyist Clarence Williams, who reported on federal monies regarding coastline recovery related to Hurricanes Ian and Nicole 
and community development grant funding for housing, surface transportation reauthorization, as well as other federal grant applications. Now at the state level, uh, Oscar Anderson and Kaylee Slattery spoke of local projects in the state budget, as well as several bills, including local government comprehensive plans, which would provide attorney's fees to a prevailing party in a comprehensive plan or plan amendment challenge. That bill passed. Next, sovereign immunity bill, which would have significantly increased liability limits for state and local governments from 200,000 to 300,000 per person per incident. That did not pass. Also, vacation rentals, which would have permitted grandfathered local laws and ordinances adopted on or before June 2011, which would be amended to less restrictive or to comply with local registration requirements. That did not pass. Next item, Volusia Planning Development Workshops will be held to explain changes to the future land use element in the county's comprehensive plan. Staff wants to hear your input on how you want the county to grow. All meetings will be held on Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. And next one will be June 14th. Daytona Beach City Island Library. After that, July 5th, Volusia County Fairgrounds in the land. Also June 28th, Ormond Beach Library. And today, June 7th at Deltona Library. Next, the Environmental Natural Resources Advisory Committee will meet today 1 p.m., that's June 7th, 1 p.m., at the County Administration Building in Deland, where they will continue their discussion on low-impact development. Next, the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee will meet June 14th, 3 p.m., at the Emergency Operations Center on Tiger Bay Road to discuss affordable housing incentive strategies for their annual report and review the affordable housing plan's progress. Now at the state level, as of May 15th, Safe and Smart Florida had 786,747 certified signatures for the adult personal use of marijuana amendment. They must have like 891,000 valid signatures to make the 2024 ballot. 
This amendment would allow recreational use and prohibit criminal liability or civil sanctions. It would also allow licensed medical marijuana treatment centers to make and sell recreational cannabis products. A 2016 constitutional amendment legalized marijuana only for medical uses, so it's still not legal for residents and visitors to use marijuana without a prescription. Next item, Florida Office of Insurance Regulation meets tomorrow, June 8th, regarding a proposed citizen's property insurance rate increase that the citizens aboard approved in March, but regulators must sign off on rate changes. It'll average about 14% this year. Now, Citizens, the insurer of last resort, currently has approximately 1.3 million policyholders and could hit 2 million policyholders later this year as private insurers address financial difficulties. But keep in mind that the newly passed legislation from this last session has yet to take effect. Also pertaining to insurance, the National Flood Insurance Program provides federally subsidized flood insurance to communities that continuously regulate floodplain development. Residents and businesses in unincorporated county can receive about a 25% discount on flood insurance purchased through FEMA. Residents and, residents and businesses in a city should contact their city hall for flood insurance info. Now, Emergency Management Director Jim Judge stated, residents should know that most homeowners insurance policies do not cover flooding. Additional flood coverage is typically a separate policy. And also, most flood coverage policies take a month to become effective once the policy has been purchased. So you can't buy a policy with a storm approaching. And for more information about FEMA's flood insurance, go to www.floodsmart.gov. Next, the First Step Shelter Board meets next Tuesday, June 13, 4.30 p.m. at the DME building on Bellevue Avenue behind the airport to vote on building affordable housing units on property adjacent to the shelter. The intent is to provide affordable rental housing for 33 clients who seek to live independently. It'd be 
four modular buildings with rent beginning at about $400 a month. Now these tenants would still have access to First Steps free meal program, caseworker services, medical clinic, and laundry facility. First Steps exec, Victoria Fallberg, is seeking a grant from the Daytona Beach Racing and Rec District, as well as in-kind donations from the community. So stay tuned. And another update from First Step Shelter. Since it opened in December 2019, some 906 people have been sheltered there and 192,000 meals have been served. Now, 479 residents have been transferred to housing and 90% of those have remained so at least two years. 565 of those residents are still earning an income. Next item, County Council members Danny Robbins, Troy Kent, and Matt Reinhart will host a meeting on the beach this Saturday, June 10th, from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, just north of the Harvard Drive approach in Ormond Beach. Dress will be beach duds for a morning on the beach. So bring a fishing pole if you want to surf fish with these council members. There'll be free parking available at Andy Romano Beachfront Park at 839 North Atlantic Avenue, Ormond Beach, or parking also available on the beach with a beach pass. Next item, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers have begun dredging sections of Ponce Inlet and Volusia's Intercoastal Waterway, and they'll be dredging 24-7 over the next six weeks, where it's expected to remove approximately 60,000 cubic yards of material to be located just north of the inlet. Boaters are advised to maintain low wake speeds in this vicinity to follow crew instruction signage to maintain public safety. Next item, some personnel updates. Kelly Constantino is the new executive director for VCARD, the Lucia County Association for Responsible Development. She was previously budget manager and executive assistant at Emory Riddle. Now she earned her bachelor's degree in business marketing from Brooklyn College, and she hit the ground running with that real estate values forum last week. Now, Riley Wogeman Sackos is the new regional director for Central Florida for Senator Marco Rubio. And she moved to Central Florida in 2018 to attend UCF and at the same time joined Senator Rubio's constituents' service team. And she officially joined the staff in 2019. Look forward to working with you, Riley. Also, Port Orange South Daytona Chamber has hired Barbara Ann Hegan as president and CEO. 
she'll replace my longtime friend, Debbie Connors, who retired last year. Now, she was previously president CEO of the Greenwood South Carolina Chamber. The Labor Department reported that consumer price index rose four-tenths of a percent in January. So, prices seem to be easing a bit, but they're still well above where they were a year ago. The latest inflation rate is 6%, Now that's down from 9% where it was still a year ago, and I believe the Fed wants to get it down close to a 2% inflation rate, which leads to a Federal Reserve Board meeting next week, June 13th and 14th. We'll see where that goes. Now, look for a new podcast episode to be released next week, and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140, and I'll get it to you. And before I close, you've heard me mention panhandling in different cities. So I'm saying again that if you really want to help someone in need, give an extra dollar or $2 or $3 to your waiter or waitress or that delivery driver or that person working behind the counter. At least those folks are trying and some of them are working two or three jobs just to make ends meet. And many of them have kids at home who they're trying to house, feed, and clothe. So let's help them. This is Jim Cameron signing off, saying peace, love, and roll tide.